0: Good day. Welcome to Life Smash. Uh, this is our first podcast of the new year, 2024. Wanted to bring a thought out of Ephesians in my personal studies. <clears throat> I had uh, read uh, from Ephesians chapter three. What I am titling the mystery of God. The mystery of God. Paul writing in the third chapter of Ephesians. For this calls I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. If ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given uh, me to you, Lord, how by, how that by the revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote aforetime in few words, Whereby, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which, in other ages, were not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. wanted to point out first of all in this dispensation dispensation is a time-frame in which God deals and God works. I know there are there are some people who doesn't believe in dispensationalism, uh, and that's, that's fine. I don't know if that's just terminology difference or a doctrinal difference, but we're in the dispensation of the grace of God. We're in the dispensation, the age of the church. We're in the church age, and in the church age began... I believe, in the second chapter of Acts when the Holy Spirit descended. And, and of course, there was a sound and a sight. God created a sound for all people to hear, and God created a sight for people to see. And it was the sound of a mighty rushing wind people heard. And then it says, and as fire set upon each of them, that was a sight that people saw. And in our day, we don't have a sight or a sound. We have a tinkling symbol, which is what Paul said, and it becomes an irritant. So we need to uh, understand that the sight is the power of God, and the sound is what God does through those like the Apostle Paul and the Apostles, who God used greatly. But we're in the dispensation of grace. And Paul said, of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me, so Paul was the prisoner of Jesus Christ. He was literally in prison as he was writing these letters. However, he determined himself a prisoner of Christ in, in bonds for Christ that he uh, surrendered his whole life uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ to preach the gospel as God called him. Secondly, I want to look at how that by revelation he made known unto the, unto me the mystery. Now, The word of God is not an educational process. The word of God is revelation from God, the Holy Spirit. God reveals himself to us. uh, And of course, we could ask numerous questions of who God reveals. And I would just simply say that the beginning process is Genesis 1. If a person reads this book and sees in Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. If that's the basis upon, and I believe that it should be, the basis upon the belief system of every created person on this planet is in the beginning, God created. God created the heavens and the earth. God created man. And by Jesus Christ, God created. But by revelation is how we understand what God has for us. And as Paul Continues to speak here as I read aforetime. Wherefore, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, uh, which in other uh, ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets. So we're in the dispensation of grace. Now, if we look in the book of Acts, chapter 2, and you can read this later. As Peter began to preach, Peter said, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And he talked about there are three different things that happened uh, in that particular uh, event recorded in the book of Acts. But he said the Holy Spirit shall uh, descend upon all flesh. We're in this world today and the Holy Spirit is upon all flesh. He's not in all, but he's upon all. The grace of God is through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has appeared to all men teaching them. Teaching us what? Teaching us to deny ungodliness, filthy lust, and to turn from our sin. John 16, John wrote what the Holy Spirit's function is in this world and this dispensation of grace, the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. He will teach men of their unrighteousness. He will teach men and show men their sinfulness and of the righteousness of God, which is in Christ. So this is very powerful that Paul, uh, very powerful words that Paul is using. But Paul narrowed it down to that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. So Paul is narrowing down the door to the entry into this dispensation and this grace, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the door. Uh, No man can enter to the Father but by me. And he said, if you try to enter in a different way, you're the same as a thief and a robber. So as we look at this, this era of time, this this uh, time period that we live in, this society, uh, Paul even wrote that we're forever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. The word of God is not an educational process. Now, don't get me wrong; I think that the child of God, the preacher, the should study the word of God in depthly, study to grow in grace and in knowledge. Some people get a knowledge and it remains in their head, never hits their heart never humbles them, to surrender their will to God's will. But grace and knowledge, we grow in grace and knowledge. We apply the word of God. The Holy Spirit applies it to our heart, humbles our life. We become servants, as the Apostle Paul is saying. But it's through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the entry. And Paul said, I am... uh, Wherefore, I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. So there's two things in this. Paul was made a minister, a preacher. Uh, God calls the preacher. Uh, God doesn't call the qualified. God qualifies the called. So we, we can't think that we have some gifts to offer God, that we have some looks or talent that we can bring to the table and say here god i'm 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 worthy to be used use me paul said i've been made a minister god calls god uh he doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called he makes the preacher and, and as paul said according to the gift of the grace of god given unto me by the effectual working of his power so when the when the man of god takes the pulpit the man of God is led by the Spirit of God. The man of God is supposed to study. And I've instructed young people for years, if you'll put the Word of God in, the Holy Spirit will bring it out. If you don't put it in, he can't bring it out. So there's a twofold thing. We study to show ourselves approved unto God. The workman need not be ashamed, right? dividing the Word of Truth. And the Holy Spirit brings that out of us and he uses us in humbleness and in presenting ourselves as a willing vessel and an instrument of righteousness to be used of God, but it's to preach the gospel. Paul further said, Unto me who am less than the least of all saints. So Paul, even though he was probably one of the smartest men who ever lived, uh, certainly educated, he referred to himself who am less than the least of all saints. And this wasn't a false modesty. Paul really saw himself as the least of all men. Paul persecuted the church. Uh, Paul denied Christ. In fact, Paul hated the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that when Jesus was being crucified, I believe Paul, that was he was among the Pharisees standing there watching. And he was salivating as Jesus was being crucified because he hated Jesus Christ but it wasn't Paul and his education that could even know about Christ. It was on the road to Damascus in Acts chapter 9 when the Holy Spirit uh, had, had already dealt with his heart because when Jesus said to him, uh, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It's hard to kick against the pricks. The Holy Spirit had begun to work on Paul but Paul met Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus the light shined, he fell to the ground, and he said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? So uh, Paul, in his education, could not know who Christ was. He hated him, and I believe it's inherent in every individual born to hate God. I believe that because man has a sinful nature, rebellious nature, he wants to do his own thing, he wants to go his own way, and we want to we wanna think that we can be the gods of our own life, as Satan said to Eve. You'll be your own God. We think we're our own God. We can have control of our life. That's the deception of the devil. And Paul went on to say that. He says that that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. So Paul was to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. You can't figure out Christ, it's a mystery. You can't search the things of God and understand God on your own. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible to even find God in this world. It's impossible because we're blind. And Paul went on to say that. And to make all men see, there's an element of darkness in all humanity. We're born in darkness. The darkness, in fact, Paul said a few uh, chapters over. <clears throat> that God had called us out of the darkness into his marvelous marvelous light, the light of Jesus Christ. Paul said that I and to make all men see, there's an element of darkness. You can't see on your own. I couldn't see on my own when I was saved April 15th of 1985. It was God's work. The actions of God upon men. God acts and God works and his providence and his sovereignty in the in the lives of humanity to open our eyes because we're blind. Paul said if our gospel be hid in Corinthians, it is hid to them whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds that they cannot see. God has to open our eyes. And Paul said that make all men see. See what? What is the fellowship of the mystery. You see, when when God opens your eyes now, there are some who say that uh, a lot of, and I won't give the actual uh, call, number, letters, description of the people who say this, but when I was in college, we studied this, that men could not resist the grace of God. But it's funny because Peter said in the in second chapter of Acts, ye do always resist so if you, if you cannot resist, why did Peter say, ye do always resist the grace of God? Why did he say that? Well, I believe that that we have a choice. And Paul said, we preach the gospel and the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ of the Holy Spirit. We preach the gospel, that men would know what Jesus did for us, why he did it, who we are, what he can give us, and he can give us the fellowship of his love. He can give us the fellowship of peace. He can give us the fellowship of a of a conscience that has been uh, cleansed, a heart that has been cleansed, a life that has confidence in the fellowship, and knowing the Lord Jesus Christ personally. So Paul said... Um, and make all men to see what is the fellowship of the mystery. You know, even though I've been saved for 40 years, the Lord Jesus is still a mystery to me. I understand some of this Bible. I understand the personal relationship, but it's still a mystery. There are a lot of things that I cannot understand. There are a lot of things I, I try to preach, I try to teach, but it it's just, it, it's still a mystery. The whole process of God is a mystery, but we can have fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ through the gospel and receiving the Lord Jesus Christ, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principles, the principalities, powers in heavenly places, might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. So the mystery of the Lord Jesus Christ there is a visible organism I'll call it on this earth called the church. It's not the one church that you would commonly say that you have to the authority of the church and you have to go to this church, this particular church, and, and you have to be baptized in the church, and you have to be approved by the church, and you have to go get permission from the church, and you have to go do the sacraments of the church. That is not what this Bible teaches. This Bible talks about in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. What is that? The church is a living organism. The Lord Jesus said to Peter that he's given him the keys to the kingdom. The church on this earth is the body of Christ. It's it's interesting how in the book of Acts, the book of Acts didn't just end like and the end. The book of Acts, I believe, is still going on. The dispensation of grace, the church age. The church knows and understands as God reveals through Christ, the body of Christ, the church. Christ still lives today. He lives through the Holy Spirit. We had, Paul said, we no longer know him after the flesh, but after the spirit. Jesus was here for 33 and a half years in the flesh. He brought uh, to us uh, the, the, uh, that we would know God through him. Now, whenever he ascended back to heaven, he sent what the Greek word, the paraclete, paraclete, I'll get it right in a minute, the one to walk alongside. The Holy Spirit is the wisdom and the mystery of God in this world today. And it's the body of Christ. Christ is still working through the Holy Spirit, who is God Christ. He's still working in this world today. He has completely filled this world. You say, I don't believe that. You don't have to believe that. For the grace of God hath appeared to all men. The Holy Spirit's in this world today. And Paul said that we, as the ministers, the preachers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we should preach the gospel. If we preach the gospel and we give men the gospel, listen, It. I can't talk you into nothing. I can't talk you out of nothing. But the Holy Spirit is in this world today, the mystery of God, the church. Now, when one's born again, it takes the Holy Spirit to open your eyes. It takes the Holy Spirit to uh, convict you, convince you, convert you, and to keep you. That's the Holy Spirit's job in this world. The mystery of God, the mystery of Christ in this world today is his church. Listen, his church ain't going to fail. His church is on this earth today. I know, listen, I've been preaching a long time, and I get, I get very very discouraged the many times I've, I've preached to people and they frown and they have no interest. But that's religious people. But we, the preachers of God, we, the Christians, we, the born again, we can still give the gospel. And through the Holy Spirit, the gospel and the Spirit of God, the Word of God will do what's supposed to be done now, I'm going to land the plane with this. Paul said that, um, how that by revelation, he made known unto me the mystery. We have loved ones. We have friends. You know, we talk, we talk, we talk. But I can give you story after story of people that i sat on their front porch until wee hours of the morning talking to them about being saved. And finally, one day, God, in working with the Holy Spirit, opened their eyes. Nothing I did, believe me. It was God, the Holy Spirit, who had to open their eyes that they had to see. Our job, and Paul said in in, in the same chapter, chapter 3, as he goes on down, praying for the Ephesians. If, if you read in verse 14, for this cause, I bow my knee unto the Father. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said. We as Christians. God will do his work. But we have to pray for those. Who we've been talking to. You can talk to you blue in the face. But you have to pray. You have to bow the knee. And you have to pray to God. For these people. That God will open their blinded eyes. And reveal Christ unto them. Don't give up. Let's keep doing what God's called us to do. It's getting tougher. It's getting harder. But we, as the preachers of God, we have to preach the gospel. God will give us power. Paul said, by his power. In fact, I'll read it again. The effectual working of his power. And believe me, when Paul was preaching in Ephesians, he actually referred to it as a great door and effectual has been opened unto me ephesians the ephesians in ephesus was the most wicked evil place that you could ever imagine all the idolatry diana the goddess the temple and paul went in and boy the holy spirit started working and convicting and this church of ephesians was started by god the holy spirit let's keep praying let's don't give up the only thing The devil will never be able to take from us is our prayer. So to us to pray, 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 pray that God will continue to work in the lives of these who are lost, that the God of this world hath blinded their minds. Preach the gospel Paul said to Timothy.